everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wickell, and I'm joined today once again by Jeremy the Great Mahar. He's in the house. Jeremy, welcome back. How are you? Glad to be back. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. A little tired, a little exhausted, but uh, we we will get to that. But before we do, Jeremy, do you have your two truths and a lie? No, but I can make them up. All right. Well, well I won't be made up, but well, on the fly, you know. <laughs> uh, see, you're one of the people I actually did warn about this, but you didn't make any, I guess. No. What is, I, what is this for? I just do this at the intro to tell a little bit more about yourself. Since when? Since, <laughs> since a couple episodes. Clearly, Jeremy doesn't listen to this podcast. No, I haven't in a while. <laughs> what? Um, damn. Two truths and a lie. This is like some Bumble level stuff. <laughs> That's exactly where I got it from. <laughs> the classic dating app Bumble, you know. Two truths and a lie. I have the best ones, so I like to see what my guests got. Trying to like put them together so I'm not stalling between them. Okay. So Alright, what you got? What you got? Yeah, I kinda forgot I was just singing along in my head. Uh, two truths and a lie. Let's go with uh oh, I was about to just I was about to just say first truth. Um, two truths and a lie, any order. Yep. Um, one I ran the half mile under two minutes. Okay. Two I Um, two. <laughs> oh, wow. That's hard. I didn't have them ready. No, you did not. I think I can come up with one real quick, though. Why is it so hard to come up with a truth about yourself or a lie? <laughs> I mean, lies are funny, but two truths and a lie. The best lie is based on a truth. I ran a half mile in under two minutes. Okay. I work at Quicken Loans, and I shave my fart box. <laughs> Okay, well, I know you work at Quick and Loans, so that one is. Oh, it's a, oh, it's. I thought it was for the audience. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't stump you. <laughs> the other two, I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna guess you don't shave your fart box. No, that was a lie. Yeah, okay. That'd be weird. <laughs> I'd be difficult and very unnecessary. Under two minutes, huh? Nice job. Yeah, that's it was quick. That's a sprinting constantly, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can get back to it by. Tomorrow? By my birthday, October. That's what we'll set it October as. October 5th. We are waiting for you. We will have you on the podcast we'll see have, if you accomplish We'll have two that. races. I'll do that, the half mile, see if I can get it 157, 156, beat mm-hmm. my score, and Mike and Jake will race. <laughs> see if you can run a half mile faster than Mike and Jake can run a quarter mile. Oh, I mm. That would be fun. Anyways, I think I could. <laughs> Jeremy, what are we drinking today? Or it would be close. Maybe Mike. We are drinking Shorts Brew Chief Hopper. Yes, from Shorts. There's a double Indian pale ale. I'm uh, pretty stoked by the, the logo they got here. It's like a Irish dude, a little leprechaun in a sheriff's outfit. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a DNR officer. And a cop car in the just, background. Who has he's... a hop as a face. I don't think he's anything Irish except for the green. But <laughs> I guess that is a hop. It <laughs> <laughs> eh, makes sense. He looks like a little leprechaun. A little uh, mysterious background can you, setting. Can you find the percentage on this? Uh, let's see. 
I'm going to look up on my app. No, it's not on the label. Or wait, don't they put it on the bottle bottle? Yeah. No. That's Hold random. on. It says no refill. Chief Hopper by Schwartz oh. is a, ooh, an 8.4, Jeremy. Sorry, guys. We got, a, we got a strong one in the house today. Let's open these up. Well, Cheers. Keep it going. It's, man, it is chilly in here. Oh, that's a double IPA, all right. This is going to be strong, boys. Politics is going to be a little bit of a mess. You know, as I've probably stated many times on here, I'm not the biggest fan of IPAs anymore, but this one, surprisingly, is pretty good. Maybe it was the first Beer number one, sports. All right, on to sports, Jeremy. And I don't know any. This is the reason you're on this podcast today. For, uh, for wow, one, thanks. For, for one of the times you're the first person I asked to be on, and I usually get offended when you're my go-to backup plan because you're always available. I was not the backup plan today, and not only that, Mitchell's bitch ass is just sitting over on the couch because he didn't get invited. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. All true. Um, uh, I win. But um, I was out of town for both of the finals games and the finishes. I didn't get to see them. Um, so I wanted you to be on to uh, kind of go through those games and talk about all the craziness that has happened since then. So you haven't seen anything since the final? Was that what those were Wednesday, Thursday? Uh, I think one was I think one was Wednesday, uh, which I think was the Blues. Yep. And then Thursday was the Raptors. Raptors, yeah. Well, so obviously you know who won. I know who I'm won. Yeah, of course. I, sure. I'm I did sure not stay in the bubble. About it. Um, so Let's start was, with the hockey game because that's game? less for us to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Hockey game was great. Um, happy to see anyone but Boston win in any sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a unique story because they were like the worst team in hockey halfway through the year. Yeah, and, in like, January. Fighting amongst themselves like in practice. I don't know if it was this year or last year, but they like literally fought at practice. Yeah. They go from the worst team like up pretty much season's over to – Yep. So now that's, a whistle, that's a whistle to the finals, guys, and the cup. I think the best part of that, though, well, for me, I mean, I'm glad they won and everything, but yeah, Brett Hall, that guy's my hero. Yeah, the, he originated on the Blues, right? Yeah, I mean, he played for the Red Wings for a while, but he like to pump up the crowd, even for like Game Six too. Like mm. he was, just, or I think it was Game, I don't know, whatever. He did a couple times throughout the finals, but he was clearly so drunk and just screaming. Sounds like just like an old redneck man and then on like the parade he's just up there drunk and i don't know if you remember uh last year when ovi when the washington yeah won, yeah he like was slurring words up there brett hall was doing it pretty bad but he was like <laughs> oh i'm like tired of you guys saying let's go blues we already been there we got it let's say we got it and like some dumb <laughs> cheer and he like everyone behind him their faces was hilarious no one was chanting it because it was the most ridiculous thing ever. We but got it, Blues. That was a legend. Yeah, I was like, what kind of chant is that? So um, uh, the Blues one where they win like 4-1 to one or something or 5-1? to one? Yeah, it uh, it pretty much just took down, took off. And they won game seven on the road, right? Yeah, on the road. Yeah, hell yeah. I was rooting for the Blues all postseason because the Red Wings aren't in it. In it and the Blues have the coolest logo in uh, Which all that sports. Means, yeah, both both games have oh, – no, no, Toronto was at home. Uh, no. Oh, wait, no, wait. No, they're away. Oh, uh, wait, both Game 7s were away, right? Both, yeah, yeah, both games were away. I always like to see those. I, everyone loves see, seeing Game 7s. Um, mm. I love seeing the home team win, but obviously I didn't want Boston to win, and I did not want Golden State to win. I was uh, halfway with you there. But um, uh, so, who, so for hockey, what's, 
what's the MVP trophy? Or is it what's the Conn Smythe? Conn Smythe. Conn Smythe. Is that the, that's the MVP, or is that the goalie MVP? No. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. So who won that? Bennington, or is it someone? Is, does it have to be even on the? No, I don't even know how that works right now. But the, I, I think you confuse me. Um, who won finals now MVP? I feel really essentially, stupid, but oh, um, god damn it! The Schwartz? guy I wanted to win, and he and he won. Right, O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. He but. basically had like, I don't know, like five goals in like a long period of time, and then the finals just had like, I don't, I don't even know what he finished with, but it was like more than five goals in those seven nice. games. And I think it was the first game when he scored like a tip in. Um, and I was like, dude, I don't know. For some reason, I mean, all hockey players, once they get to the finals, look rugged and like like men mm. of the woods. But for some reason, I was like, I just like this guy by his look. And he's yeah. just like a, he's like a, I mean, their whole team is like that. They're all like, they're gritty players, which is kind of yeah. weird because Boston is way more talented than St. Louis. Right. But St. Louis like basically dumps and grinds you down. And it was pretty evident the games that, they won Boston at the th- was like pretty dominant early on and then right. would just like wear down yeah hey like the old but Bennington's a rookie too so that's a cool story oh he's a rookie yeah he's a rookie oh nice yeah congrats um, Bennington right congrats all of St. Louis uh, tough time for that city in the recent years losing their football team and having their hockey team be the worst team in the league even this year you know like uh, I don't know It's re- what, a, what a cool story I'm glad uh, St. Louis won and I'm glad Boston lost because you know they put up a fucking banner or uh, um, uh, they win in everything. I mean, they've won <laughs> in pretty much every sport in the last few years. Right? Yeah, this Boston, is this Red Sox. They legitimately Patriots. are had a chance to win all four this year because oh, they had the Celtics. They had the Celtics in there. Celtics could have could have made the finals. I mean, like it's not like they were long shots to, to miss it. You know, um, they had enough star power, just they couldn't get it done. And then you know, Red Sox are favorites. I think. And uh, Boston was one was one game away, <laughs> yep. and the Patriots always win. So right, fuck right. Boston. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Blues are the champions. Um, we'll see if they can do next year. Doubt I, it. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I, I feel it. like this is a miracle run. Yeah. I mean, everything <laughs> kind of just. It's like one of those seasons, like you yeah. make a movie out of almost. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it happening again. All right. Well, onward to basketball. Basketball. Game six, the uh, NBA Finals, Raptors against the Warriors. Warriors were at home. Um, some shit. Sh- sh- it was game six. Oh, okay. I, you're back. Oh, okay, I get what you're doing. Um, uh, some shit went down in that game, apparently, huh? What are you saying by that? I'm saying Clay Thompson. Oh, Clay, yeah. Uh, was like on fire, right? From what I've read. Yeah, ha- having a classic. Well, I mean, even classic I, Clay. I don't know game when you six. left. I guess that's why I'm having a little trouble. Sorry, fans, but. Um, did I did see, not see I, game you six. You see KD saw... come back and tear it up and then get hurt? Yeah, I saw okay, that right before yeah, I left. Clay, yeah, Clay tore his ACL. Oh, yeah, so, so yeah, we actually were Had watching. Had shoot free throws, so well, he was in the locker room doing jumping jacks, mm-hmm. came back out, shot him, left. Yeah. ACL gone. Damn, and then the game before, KD, we were actually, I was recording split six while that was going on. We that should have never been allowed We didn't know what happened. And I don't. I don't care what you want to put out there on ESPN or any co-host or any person doing a podcast that's like Stephen A. You know any of those people? Yeah. What they say, if anyone's actually played sports, if, like he's rut. He was definitely rushed, and then whether that's yeah. his, ultimately it's his choice first. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, if we gotta place any blame, some goes to him too. But I definitely think, like, 
you can be cleared to play but still not be 100%, which I think was right. like basically why everyone had a hard time with Kawhi. He was cleared to play last year, whatever it was, two year, last year or two years yeah. ago. But he knew like his body wasn't right, so he didn't play. That's why people were having problems with him. Like He's day-to-day, day-to-day. And right. like, months go by, he's still not there. KD should have done the same thing. I mean, KD is... I also old, think he old, wanted old. to win and leave, and he, I felt like by them losing, I, I feel like he's... Why wouldn't you opt into $31 million just to chill on the bench the whole year? Oh, yeah, I feel and like And then he's come gonna, back in the playoffs. Right. I think I mean, that, that's be, probably what's going to happen. Not that good, but you're still... And then he's still out of the top five shooters in the NBA standing still. And he's still out. He's out after next year, right? Like his contract is up. I mean, he could always, yes, but he could always like do another one on one deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would opt in if I was him. I just think it's dumb for any team to pay him a max when you don't know what you're getting. You're paying him a max on what he was. He's towards an Achilles. Right. That That ain't easy to come back with. Yeah, I know. It's fuck it's fucking weird. Like this the Warriors team just got dismantled by injuries at the worst possible. But time. I will say this. I do think the better team won. Do you? Um, even even if KD was healthy. And I might, the whole well, time. I might be a little biased towards that because I, I do like fundamentals in sports a lot. Not I mean obviously I love I I like Golden State. I don't hate them. I yeah. just I'm I get tired of the same teams winning. Right. Unless it was my team. Right. But I think like how you play a basketball game. Toronto plays the best in the NBA offense and defense. Mm. Golden State doesn't. I mean, they can get by because they have amazing shooters. They can pull up at half court any time when they want to. But Toronto, like, sets. They, I mean, they do everything well. And they have so many. I mean, they don't have one lottery pick on their team. Yeah. So everyone's, like, people that, like, I mean, cast off, basically. Quiet is not a lottery pick? No. Really? Yeah. Well, they do have like the best player in the league. 16. Like, uh, yeah. I think if KD was... So I think the best team won, but I think if KD, if they were all healthy with KD, mm-hmm. I do think Golden State probably would have won. Yeah, I agree. Um, but without KD, I didn't think Golden State really had a chance. I think if Klay Thompson doesn't get hurt in that game, I don't think so. And I'm and I am biased, but um, I mean, but Steph, they, they lost by what? Four Steph points. Steph is not as great as Steph is. He is one of the worst clutch shooters in history for an All Star. Right, but KD is one of the best. Well, well yeah, you're saying... I'm sorry, not KD, I'm Clay. Clay. Well, yeah, but then if everyone knows that, obviously Curry can still make shots, I'm not saying that, but he's like 0 for 8 on game-winning shots in well, the playoffs or whatever that stat was. Well, when you're double-teamed, it's harder. Yeah, and he also takes a lot of... That's why. That's also, also one, one of the reasons I mean, Clay is so make, good, because he's with Steph Curry. I mean, he's, what does he make? Like, He makes like 44% for his career, and it doesn't matter if he shot... Uh, like when all three of them are playing, he shoots like 17 times a game. Mm. When those, when it's just him and one of those two, he shoots like 20, 25. When he's by himself, he shoots like 30 times a game, and his his shooting percentage doesn't change. Oh yeah, which is ridiculous. It's like you'd think the more you shoot, it's probably gonna go down a little bit. Like right, still the probably the best, but go down. His is like still within like a percentage or two. It's exactly. crazy. He's very consistent, very good. But I think sometimes he, I think sometimes in situations where it's hard to like dissect him because he he's so good he can make all these. But like <laughs> right. sometimes because he can make them, I feel like he forces off balance shots. But it don't matter. You're still making half of them. Right. Yeah. So it's like you can't. It's Ch- hard he argument. changed. He changed the game. That's but for I do sure. Th- I, I'm glad Toronto won. I do think they deserved it. I thought they. I didn't like the whole finals to be honest. Outside of the basketball because. No one ever talked about Toronto. The whole entire finals was Golden State, Golden State, Golden State. Injury this, injury that. Who's leaving? Is he going to leave? Is he going to opt out? Right. Dude, like Kawhi runs with his toes pointed down. 
because it his quads are like messed up lifting your toes is your like your quad muscle yeah so when you watch him he almost looks like he's stopping as he's running because of because he's he's hurt too everyone's nicked up in the finals right. obviously there's are more quad or Kyle Lowry had like a whatever a ligament or a thumb broken, mm-hmm. which he already said was painful. He couldn't feel at points. Um, right. So it's not like, not discrediting or saying whose injuries. I mean, obviously Golden State's was way bigger injuries, but to just discredit Toronto completely, like they're in the finals and have the best player in the NBA, and you're only talking about Golden State. I thought it was no, yeah. extremely disrespectful. They got there through a t- like the toughest the East has been in my recent memory. I actually like, thought. Toronto or Milwaukee, whoever was going was winning. Yeah, I mean, or even Philly. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Philly Sometimes pushed, I feel Philly like pushed Toronto just, to Game Seven, which other Philly teams could, didn't but they do. Just, I don't they, think. I feel like they they have egos that can't contain each other, where Golden State can. Yeah, like Clay doesn't have an ego. He's just chill. He's just whatever. Clay is just <laughs> like, like everyone else. Like team, they have egos. Player. I mean, you got Durant's a baby. You can't take criticism at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Steph's not really an ego he's just he knows what he is right <laughs> but like draymond demarcus cousins like they're all like volatile people and they work they works work it out philly I, mean, I, draymond changed I, his, I feel like if philly was down 0-2 to golden state like you're done they're gonna right. fight um uh, all right so let's talk about um some some repercussions from this finals in terms of so katie played while he was not 100 percent and ended up tearing his achilles <clears throat> which is ten tends to be like what a year long injury. Yeah, he came back from a calf injury too early. They said that one was like six mm-hmm. weeks, and he came back in like four. Well, whatever the time frame was, but he came back like when they. So you don't think said. that he? I mean, I personally, I don't think if I was him, I don't think I would have played just because of like, you know, I mean, it's hard. Like what's what's coming on? I mean, yeah. I, I I respect being com- it. Being but. someone, I mean, not saying like being a competitive competitive person, mm-hmm. like you want to play like. I I know it's nothing to their level, but when I played sports, you know, I tried to play through injuries. Came back from that hamstring way too early, and that only ruined it. But I wanted to play so bad. I knew I probably shouldn't. I still shouldn't all the time as much as I do, but right. better. And it's hard because like you have a chance to become that hero, like right. winning. I mean, you win you three games in a row for the team. Potentially get Finals MVP three times potentially, yeah. and then you can bolt start your own chapter. Because I he has to leave for me for. For him to ever even be like, I don't think he's con- in consideration of being a, a mm-hmm. like the statue, the stature of LeBron, right? Um, but if he goes to a different team and carries it, then I think that can help because he couldn't do, he didn't carry it on Oklahoma. And then you go to a cop out, yeah, yeah, you won the Finals MVP, but you're stacked, so you gotta prove to me for your player before like- I put you up there with like LeBron that. <laughs> you can do it on your own as well. You can't go to a team that already has two of the other 10 best players in the, the league. Same with LeBron. That sometimes pisses me off. People, yeah, people I'm, give too many excuses for him. He's but, great. Why give him? So the future. So you think Kate, you think, so you, you're on record saying KD should not have rushed himself back from no. injury. No. Now, le, now, now let me, let me ask you this based on something I heard today. I, I'd said right then before that game started, he's going to get hurt within a few minutes. And once those few minutes pass and, he was on fire. I was like, "All right, all right, you know, let's see what happens in the second half when he when he gets tired, has that rest, and comes mm-hmm. back." Well, then he didn't even obviously make it to then because it was right after he yeah. got hurt. And I was like, "Knew it." As <laughs> soon as that happened, like me and Jeff were there. I was like, "I told you, like I this it's so predictable." Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get and then right. like they just make it seem like I mean they're covering their tracks. I get it, but 
stupid. You guys knew what you did. So the report that came out today about the Lions and Stafford playing with broken bones in his back. How do you feel about that? So I actually saw, listened to the podcast of this uh-huh. two days ago when it came out. I think it was two days ago. or Maybe it was, yeah, it was like two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Okay. Because it was on a podcast. So like I was just scrolling through like Twitter feeds of Lions on their like their Bleach Report account or whatever. And just scrolling through it, scrolling through it. And I'm like, see, like a little podcast link. And it's like Stafford or someone slipped. Stafford has broken back. I'm like, what is this? Like, is this old or something? Clicked it. And it was just the clip of it, him saying like, oh, and he like played with his broken back. And it was like a pause. And he's like, are you supposed to say that? And he's like, that news is out there. And I'm like, to me, I was like, <laughs> wait a second. And I looked at my phone, like going through the the like the trending yeah. and I was looking for like breaking news like Stafford played with broken back and I was like what the hell is going on how am I not seeing this anywhere and then the next day people were talking about it but I was reading a bunch on it that obviously I'm sure everyone knows it wasn't a broken back it was just broken particles which like didn't affect the movements or like his disc it was just excruciating pain and most players could not play through it mm-hmm. now I don't think it is an excuse for some of his sloppy play. Obviously, you got to take that into account. Yeah. But I don't... That happened in what? What did they say? Week 13? When they, he like, got against, destroyed by Aaron Donald? Yeah, against yeah. the Rams. So, because he did... Obviously, after that, you could you could see, just looking at his stats, if you go back, like it was a little drop-off. But it was also the same time of receivers all going down, running back going down. Right. Like TJ Lane going down. So there's a lot of things, but he still played poorly. So I don't want people to... like. Oh, he had a broken back. That's why he played bad. No, he he had a, a bad year. Yeah, no, my question... And I'm my, a Stafford lover. Yeah, no, my question is, why the fuck would you let him play for a season that was already lost? Well, because it won't do any structural damage. Is what I read from... Like, I was reading a bunch of, like, doctor's tweets on it, and they said it wouldn't do any structural damage to him. It's just how much pain he can take to play in. I know, but, like, why not... Why, why put him through that? So that's, that's what I loved best about that news story. Um... And I was talking with Tim, my buddy, last night about it. Because as soon as I said that, I was like, hey, you see that story? And he goes, oh, I don't believe it. And I was like, I, anyone that doesn't <laughs> like Stafford is not going to believe the report or say it's not severe because you don't like him. Um, I think if, if it wasn't true, then they would have came out and said something. If you just watch his face when he throws sometimes, or like, you know, yeah. I mean, you could clearly see he wasn't playing well to begin with and something else was going on too. But they said every week he was hurt and stuff. But. Just, just why play? Why play those games right when you're eliminated from the playoffs? Why play those like games? He's like me and doesn't believe in tanking. Every game matters for a purpose of farther in the future. I think this he wants to keep his. Guaran- I think he wants to keep his. They always say your next game's going. not guaranteed. So what's the point of like giving? I mean, I get it. His next game if is guaranteed. Just about the thing with KD, <laughs> but his is a little different of dealing with pain where it, where they said it can't affect the structural damage. Now I'm not a doctor, so I don't know mm-hmm. for sure, but. It, like they said, it was particles, so it was more pieces like hurting him than a, a I mean, broken. I'm disc. not a doctor either, but it sounds like that shit can get fucked up. I don't, I'm sure it gets. I'm sure. It like I don't know if I believe that stuff, it can't. Like did, that, like getting hit hard again it isn't going to make it fucking drastically worse. It, it could for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, mean it, the thing about it is, like I I respect it because he also never used that as an excuse. He never said he was hurt. Never pointed to his back. You know. Like, no one had any idea to this homeboy slipped on a podcast. And I guarantee, like Ian Rapaport and all Schefter and all these people were like, "What? What? Like Lions? What happened?" And then they dug and got this, the actual story, yeah. and everyone broke it. Like, how's everyone just break it all of a sudden? Like it happened because that <laughs> podcast the guy slipped. 
Yeah. Well, anyways, I mean, which I think is respectable. Um, I don't want to make excuses. We got we got to move bad. back to the NBA because uh, I want to get through everything else that has happened. Okay. Yeah. So the future of the Golden State Warriors. Um, so next year it's going to be Steph Curry and Draymond Green and whoever else they can put together while they either are rostering KD and Clay. Oh, Clay's a free agent, isn't he? Clay's right? a free agent. So what uh, are they going to? What Cousins do you think? Cousins is what a free agent. KD, and then Draymond's a free agent next year. KD, KD, oh, so KD's a free agent unless he opts in. Well, he can opt out. Okay, so so he, this is a. Yeah, he can opt in or out of this last So regardless, year. they're starting the season. He's his contract for one year. So regardless, the, the, uh, they're starting the season with pretty much their be- biggest players, as in Steph and Draymond, right? Cause how, they Even see, if they all come back, yeah, because they're not coming back till yeah. almost playoff, both of them. So how do you feel? Like, where, where does that put them? I don't, I don't think KD's staying. I feel like the only reason KD will stay is because he is a baby with the media and people are going to criticize him. I thought KD so, was for sure leaving, but uh, now I don't know if he will because... I thought for sure if he was leaving, whether they won or lost, if healthy. Now that he's not, I mean, you're still going to have New York that's going to throw the cash at him to sit the same amount of, same amount of money to sit as what he would opt in mm-hmm. to Golden State, basically. So, But then he doesn't get to play in the playoffs because they're the not thing. making Do you the want to sit for a year, jump in at the playoffs, potentially, like the finals, if you happen to make it there, and, and then just win and then go somewhere next the following year? If it was me, that's probably what I would do, but... And the Knicks, like I mean, if you go to the Knicks, you're you're going to the Knicks as long as you can get another player to go there with you. If KD stays, I don't think Clay does. I think Clay's tired of them too, to be honest. And that's just I haven't read anything, I haven't heard anything, but that's just my opinion. I think Clay. You could be the number one on most teams, and you're you're playing third fiddle on this team. No, I think I think Clay likes playing with Steph. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying they don't. I mean, don't he doesn't like. There's not like a obviously there's no rift between them. But I just think like. You're going to sign, what, a five-year contract, and it's pretty much your last one before you're over the hill mm-hmm. in, like, 31. So why not go start, like, your own team? I, what, I always feel like what, what, Where is he going to go start his own team? Like, he's just going he to could join. go to the Clippers. I guess, but, like, I mean, you're going to go to There's the Clippers. That, they, what did they the take NBA season, to with a healthy team? Game seven? Game six. But. Six six games, and they don't have who? They don't have anyone. Pat Beverly doesn't even know how to – he doesn't shoot. He's a great defender. I think Beverly's a free agent. Yeah, but I'm saying, well, no, I mean, in that series, like, yeah. if you add, so they're already a good team, well coached. If you add Clay Thompson to it. Right. I mean, yeah, but like, also, you had to factor in his injury where he's not going to be ready for the next season. I mean, there's a lot of teams, New- the, Jet- the N- Jets, the Nets. Yeah. They got a lot of money. I don't know. I just, I, I just don't know. I feel like everything's going to be completely swapped. If I was a free agent, I, and I don't know how much I think money the, Knicks the got Pelicans hurt. have, that's where I'd want to go. Yeah, to play with um, uh, Anthony Davis is a moron. Like, wow, they didn't. Okay, some they didn't do anything. I get it. Like in six, seven years, clearly from the initial start of your NBA career, you wanted to be gone in LA. Yeah, he's like you always wanted to do that, and you demanded, "Hey, Boston, trade for me." You ain't getting me for more than a year. Like you, you dictated where you wanted to go. You got it. But New Orleans Pelicans are gonna be a damn good team. Yeah, because they got the the future All Star. They got one of the most the underrated players right in the NBA in Drew Holiday. That guy is like so good, and people just don't talk about him. But no, Clay's Clay's not. They're about to... trading that four pick for Bradley Beal. You can get Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal, Zion, Zion, Zion Williams. Um, but and like I don't remember whatever the rest of the roster. Well, I mean you got Ingram, 
then could start. All right, yes, we didn't even talk about this. So the the trade happened. A lot of crazy stuff. Um, man. the the Pelicans traded AD Anthony Davis to the Lakers for everything the Lakers had essentially, right? Yeah. The thing I yeah. Lakers lucked out by now, getting that fourth well, pick. So the whole trade is. Bizarre. The Pelicans, Pelicans have the one and the four right now. Yeah, but the whole trade's bizarre because it's not set in stone until September, because of the day that they offered it. It like passed in a certain agreement. So technically, what's going to happen is these teams are going to uh, Lonzo. All those guys are still on the Lakers. Like if they want to play in summer league, you play for the Lakers. Same thing happened with Andrew Wiggins when everyone knew he was getting traded for LeBron. You know. Yeah. He played a summer league for Cleveland. Everyone knew he was already traded to Minnesota. So what would stop the trade? <clears throat> Can it be stopped? So, yes. By Anyone what? can back out any time. It's just a handshake deal right now. It can't be signed because of the CBA or whatever. There's a lot of stuff I don't even understand till later. And so that's why the, the Lakers are almost backtracking now. And like, shoot, we didn't do this deal that good. If we really wanted a third star, we're, we have to ask AD to now not make $4 million for a trade exception. And they're all trying to trade a bunch of other pieces. Why don't you just add those pieces in the first place? If you wanted a third star, like what was the well, I think they want to get like Kuzma. If you think he's your third star, like, but now you want a bigger third star, why wouldn't you just if you kick in Kuzma? There, you got enough cap room. So, so I think the Lakers are probably gonna try to try to go after Kemba or something. I just don't think they know what they're. I don't think the Lakers know what they're doing. Their front office doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, they got they They got this deal like four days earlier, and they would all the pieces would be in place. They got AD. They got uh, LeBron James. They're going to be Finals favorites. Because you assume they're going to get, get another that. piece. I think that's too much. Okay, I get LeBron is still the best player in the NBA, probably. Imagine if James Harden demands a trade. What is he going to be in the start of the season? Like 32, 33? Uh, yeah, I don't he's know. Been, like he's been resting for the last few years. But he's, he's the Tom Brady of hurt. basketball. Well, okay. Well, no, he's not because he has not consistently won. I mean, he's consistently And out Tom there. Brady also wins usually with less talent. Well, I mean, basketball, it's, it's different. But, anyways. Um, we don't have to argue about Tom Brady. I just, I'm just no, saying that's, a, that's giving Tom Brady credit there. Um, I just, I think people are holding on to LeBron's pat. Not saying he's done or anything, but like he's about to be 32, 33, and has what two, two years left, two or three years left on his deal. He only signed four years, three. So, like, you got a small window for them two to win together, and right now you have AD, LeBron, Kuzma. And who did not play that well with LeBron? <laughs> and now your third fiddle, who knows how he gels? They're with them. gonna get, somebody. but they have no one else. They're gonna get somebody. Someone's going there. They, they have could, no one else. They Look could what legit, just did. They though. legitimately Toronto could get has Kawhi and nobody. Yeah, Kawhi is a free agent. They could legitimately get Kawhi. Yeah, but I'm saying you can win. What you don't need three stars to win. They just proved it. I don't get why people are saying that you have to. You have to. They have it's Kawhi and a bunch of not scrubs. But I would take all five starting Golden State t- players over. Kyle Lowry, the second best player on Toronto. Right. Wait, so that's all a five? huge yes, all five. That's a huge gap. Like, they did it with a superstar and a bunch of just role players that know how to play mm-hmm. offense and defense well. You don't need superstars. This ain't Harlem Globetrotters, man. Yeah. Like I don't I, I don't like I don't think that has to be the model. And it feels like everyone in the NBA is like we need it's, two, three stars minimum. No, it, you don't. Toronto just proved that it like it doesn't have to be the 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 way the way to do it, but 
Also, that's also an outlier. It's like the Pistons. Oh, really, it's like the O four Pistons. The like they're the only the team that's round. won like that without a superstar. They almost lost to the Clippers in the first round. They don't even have a guy. Don't, they don't, don't have anyone. It, you can't say they almost lost to the Clippers in the first round when they only went to Game Six. There's only one more game after that. That's almost winning. That's not almost winning. Almost winning is uh, is, Clippers is is going to Game Seven. Best player would be like the third best player on any team. I mean, I don't know. I don't. There's That's no, all healthy players. Like they should have demolished them. If the Clippers were much, maybe they matched up well with them. But like, if the Clippers were any better, they would have made it further than um, uh, a yeah, fucking eight seed. One star, you know. <laughs> you need one star. Yeah, like they also trade away their whole team midway. What do you, through what the do you think Kawhi does? And they still did it. What do you think Kawhi does? I think he goes. He's always wanted to be in L.A., but he's not going to the Lakers because he doesn't want to be so, with LeBron. So you think he's going to the Clippers? Yeah. And that's why if I was Clay, I would. That team would be sick. That'd, Clay, be, that'd be better than the Lakers. And anyone else to yeah, argue oh, that? Oh, for sure. Please do. Please. Do. I mean, unless the Lakers got like uh, KD, like, well, KD's not even gonna play. So, like, I don't know. This whole thing. You know what this? It's, intri- it's like you know one this, of the most injuries? exciting summers for basketball I think I can remember. And it just got. It kind of got fucked away a little bit by these two injuries because it like. Did, changed everything like it kind of fucked the knicks over for their plans what do you like, think though about Kyrie potentially going to the lakers i think that'd I like be the that. biggest mistake for his career i like that you can't cry about playing with lebron force your way out go to toronto mm-hmm. and i'm like oh man i need a i need a better sidekick okay i'm gonna go back to the guy i just left think i don't care about, about their personal relationship think I know about it's fine Le- now, think but. about lebron crying about playing for cleveland then going back and now everyone loves him never all of a sudden I've never let him hold down for that. I still think that's terrible. I don't know. I think he redeemed himself, and I believe everyone's worth redemption. And I think that was LeBron's. Yeah, you brought a you brought a you, you brought, brought a, a you brought a championship still... to a town that was never going to get one. I just don't think he should have left again. I mean, I think, I think they were I okay respected with it. the whole thing a little bit more. Like you brought it and then stayed the rest of your career, but you left again for greener pastures. No, I think I think it's okay. I think I like, you don't leave yourself think... for a better team or a better position. Your team doesn't even know what the fuck they're doing right now, and Magic Johnson's stepping down. Just the like, things, he, the things LeBron has done for that city, like or uh, like that. Yeah, what's he gonna do in L.A.? He's not gonna do shit for L.A. That's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you stay somewhere and be a like a I don't a think global anyone, icon in your city. I don't think anyone from Cleveland hates LeBron anymore. I, and that's the definition. That's twenty. The, There's still people that that's hold like out. kind of the definition of redemption. There's still know? people that hold. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, he did it. Winning. If he never won, then yes, everyone, everyone would still hate him. But <laughs> winning, winning cures a lot. Yeah, and that was a great storyline. You know, what a crazy, crazy. Oh, Mike, story, also, Mike Conley got traded to the Jazz. He did. He did. Um, for from the Grizzlies. Terrible, terrible. Terrible trade, in my opinion. But for the Jazz, I or think the Grizzlies? it is such an underrated trade for the Memphis. And Memphis will make the playoffs next year. Said it here. John Morant, right? Eight, that's seven two or pick, eight. Jaron right? Jackson. Beer number and two. Entertainment. Decent player, especially if you want him off the bench, just to be a sniper. Same with Kyle Korver. Jay Crowder, one of those guys you need on. Like a, he's basically the whole Toronto team. I mean, Jazz are just gonna go for it now with Mitchell. And you got another pick. Mitchell. Do they still have Rubio? No, no, he's a free agent. Okay, so Mitchell Conley. And... I mean, that's a great pick. Pit. Uh, that's a great pickup for them. It's just, I think Memphis. I think Memphis got the better end. Conley's yeah, also me like too. thirty-two. You know, Memphis is going to be Memphis is doing it right. He's actually an exception to the Achilles because he didn't play two years ago. He played ten games, I think, and then towards Achilles last year, the best statistical year of his career. He's like thirty-three now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I thought everyone thought the Pistons so could break were down like do literally that, but... just break now. We'll see. Whatever. I'm just glad the Pistons didn't trade for him. 
All right, well, we're on to entertainment, Jeremy, and I just had the best fucking five days of my entire life. I've been waiting for this part. I purposely did not ask you or text you since you've been back about it because I wanted to hear. Bonnaroo, motherfucker, guys. I went to Bonnaroo. If you listened last week, I broke down all the stuff that came in my packet, and I did it this week. And let me tell you, holy shit, that fucking... That fucking experience was crazy. Jeremy's going to interview me about it. Yeah. So uh, Nick went to Bonnaroo, like he just said. Um, for people that still don't know what that is, if you didn't listen to last week's, it's basically a music festival slash hippie fest. Yeah, I think it's like field. the second second biggest music festival in the, the United yeah, States, well, like if not the world. There's I think, another. I think Lollapalooza is the biggest. That's a bit, well, There's another big one, I think, in Kansas, too. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like similar to Bonnaroo's level, maybe a little smaller. But yeah. that's a, I heard that one's pretty good, too. But anyways, um, basically a concert, tons of music, beer, drugs, yep, and just yep. chilling out in the sun in a field. All checks. Um, meeting a bunch of random people and becoming friends for life. All checks, um, man. All checks. So, uh, the interview will start with question one. Okay. First concert. Oh, not concert, but first uh, setting like that. First, first, uh, first like festival. Festival, that's the term. It was my first festival. Outside like Mopop type stuff. That's yeah, not, really... not even been to Mopop. Like okay, first, first, first at all festival. Of the, I guess um, I did go to Summerfest once with Kruk, but it was just a one-day thing in Milwaukee where it was nothing like this. Not didn't have anything to do with camping, just yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a mopop for them, probably. Them. Yeah. Um. So it's about uh. Well, where was it? Mm. It was in Manchester, Tennessee. Took us um uh, nine and a half hours to get down there. Mm. When you drive down, I guess you when you get there, you park in a most people park in a Walmart parking lot until like you get ready to go in because you don't really know what time they're going to, they don't really tell you what time they're going to open the, the camping place. Yep. Um, so we hung out in the mark or Walmart parking lot for a while and, you know, we get there and our friends are already there and, you know, the, there's still, there's a lot of people in the parking lot and it's like, wow, this is kind of crazy. And then as the day goes on, cause we got there kind of early, just the parking lot fills up you go inside walmart there's fucking mermaids there there's this guy you know tie-dye you see every walk of life at yeah these festivals. there's this old fucking guy with like gray hair and a gray beard in this tie-dye uh, shirt just has this like bubble contraption out front of walmart just constantly blowing bubbles like with these two sticks over and over like mm-hmm. like it's like what the fuck did i get myself into <laughs> <laughs> i can um i when i'm interviewing nick um i may many times say like Oh, like my experience. I haven't been to Bonnaroo. You went to like, a, um, what was it? But Rothbury? I went to Rothbury, which yeah. is now... Deceased? Yes, because they didn't pay their vendors from that year or whatever. So now it's called Electric Forest. Same place. Everything's the same, just different name. Oh, I didn't different know that. People. Yeah, that's why it changed from Rothbury to Electric Forest. They like, I don't know what they did with the money, but they didn't pay their vendors. And so they, someone else took it over. Um, but it was such a great hit the first year they kept it. I think they took like a year or two off, and now it's Electric Forest. Mm-hmm. And it's a big hit, which is the same thing. But smaller more EDM scale and more EDM. Yeah, smaller scale and a little more techno. Um, I, I think that's yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so that's why I might say like, oh, and like my experience, like when I went there, we were lucky that when I went to Rothbury, um, same kind of situation. When we went there, people were parked all over like the city we drove through. Yeah, my roommate from college, his grandma lived like right by there, so we just stayed at her place. Ah, dope. But the next day, like you said, you had a you didn't know when it was going to open, so there was literally. I'm like, oh, sweet. We're like almost there. And we start heading there. It's just a line 
parked on the shoulder so cars could actually drive because everyone was waiting. Exactly waiting, the same. Exactly people are throwing frisbees with each other. People are playing, like taking out like like uh, the bago games and stuff like that. And it was like, I was just like, what is about to happen? <laughs> like we're not even in the place and this is sweet. Like people hanging out, just everyone's blasting music, smoking, drinking, like, it was it was okay. a blast before I even got in. Ours was less like that, this was that, excluded more than than that. yeah that part of it. We're like on the shoulder of a fucking mm-hmm. major highway. There's cops driving everywhere, so we're not everyone's doing that shit. But there are people out of their cars like running to pee because I, we had to wait yeah. stand in the line for four hours to get in. And Joe's car does not have air conditioning, and it was fucking Ooh. hot. It was kind of terrible. That was the worst part of the trip getting there. Um, but <laughs> well, so when you pulled up though, yeah. Um, so my experience, I pulled up and you just drive into a field and you like literally just line up next to each other. Everyone rushes out, starts setting up their camp stuff. Was it like that too? Just like a mowed down cornfield? Uh, yeah, essentially. But before that, we had to get searched. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So did we. Um, we would. So everyone had their shit in like engine blocks and stuff and people were pulling out of weird spots. The cars didn't know what existed. I mean, we only got searched by people that worked there. It wasn't by cops or anything. Um, we had to throw they asked us if we had any glass and we said I said I don't think so and Joe said I don't think so either and then they looked in our car and they saw a glass bottle of olive oil but we did have <laughs> a couple fifths a whole case of two hearted in glass we did not know that we weren't supposed to bring glass <laughs> yeah. um no glass and like Joe had, barefoot there, Joe, man. Joe snuck all his weed in in uh fucking mason jars mm-hmm. so like we we're like yeah but they just made us put the they know what's uh, going on there too yeah 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 no like i mean but i did meet a bunch of people there they had their weed confiscated and they got like uh i think the rule is like possession charges if they see it in plain sight or like move a bag of potato chips and there's just a pound of weed like they're taking it but if like they're not like digging through your car because they have a lot of people to get right and joe joe's car joe brought his truck and it was just packed we brought a fucking couch that's the key pack a ton of stuff or put it in the like i said like people when we pulled up People pull, lifted the hood, or pulling out of the engine blocks, the gas tanks. Mm. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, I didn't even get to. Start we also this brought a bunch, yet. bunch of fucking kitchen knives. If they would have found that shit, they probably would have searched the fuck out of us. But they did. That's a dangerous sight. But we you, didn't know that we weren't allowed to bring those things until we pulled up. Really. Um, but I hear uh, Joe's quite the. Uh, he he provided a lot for the campsite. Oh yeah, no. Um, my boy Joe, we went with like fucking is the key because he goes to NASCAR twice a year. Which I'm gonna go with him one uh, in the party fest too. Things. Just watching, yeah, wow. just 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 more redneck, less hippie. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like we get to the campsite, we just in- instantly start setting up the shit. We have the tallest tent in the place. Um, we got like I forgot we switched. Yeah, <laughs> up to like l- like Joe just is uh, instructing us on how to set this shit up. We get it all done super quick, and we also we have like two tables, fucking giant Gatorade thing for our sink water, a bunch of. Sh- Bunch of fucking water. We brought way too much beer. We brought. Is he a futon? Uh, no, it's just he, like a literal couch we brought. Oh, I thought it looked like a futon, but. It was like a couch Joe made from his work. He does upholstery for boats. So, like, they found the, a couch frame and the, it's basically like a car seat, essentially. That, yeah, they I, yeah, that's what it looked like. That's, which, is, which is what I slept on because the two chicks I went with uh, told me that they had enough room in their tent for me. And then I see their tent, like, that's not enough fucking room for me. Thankfully, we got no. Tents lie. No rain at all. That's good. That entire time. We had like what tarps over our head and stuff. Yeah, like we canopies had or whatever. We had f- three canopies. How many uh, spots did you guys have? So we had two spots. So you get, well, you get the length of your car plus like because yours looked way bigger lots than we had. And like ours was the same, but like they tightly packed 
when I went to Rothbury a lot more than it looked like you guys did. Oh no, just like I think when I whatever you saw, like I some of our neighbors had left halfway through. But uh but yeah, that shit was fucking mm-hmm. shit was fucking crazy. I've never seen that many people in my life. Yeah. How many times did you get lost finding the campsite because it's just None. a thousand really? None. That's we we got the thing That is, was my biggest concern for you. Yeah. A lot of people our friends had more concerns than I did. I was concerned mine, about that too. I got lost multiple times and Rothbury is like 20,000 people mm-hmm. maybe. Uh Bonnaroo is like what like 80? 100,000. Yeah, so way bigger yeah like and i got lost there because it's like how many subarus can i pass like everyone's they're all blue yeah so there's some things to not get you like the way the reason i, I didn't, didn't get lost it. right it was my first one it was this is mine too but the reason the only reason i didn't get lost is because of where we were we were right by this place called where in the woods mm-hmm. which is like this little i it, it the coolest part of that was my favorite part of the entire thing was this place called where in the woods which is like is this that little, that little cabin hut i saw yeah. Okay, that looks sweet. Yeah, but it was there's there's like five of those and there's like a stage. There's a DJ that's constantly playing. Like you you wake up uh, at then nine in the morning, they start bumping music. Mm-hmm. And they don't stop until three in the morning. And uh, but there's like this whole wood section that's so trippy. Look, I'll show you these pictures after this. But um, like it's just like all the trees are like lit up. There's stuff. There's like a fucking piano you can play in there. It's a fucking giant weird clock tower. You still have time to go to Electric Forest. It's next weekend, and I'm going to fucking Chicago. Uh, so, <laughs> say because you're like, I mean, all pretty much of those venues are the same. It's just yeah. people or or uh, lineups is really no. I might be a festival person. That um, Electric Forest is like a lot of the same. Like they got like just like a huge hammock area in the in the trees, mm. and like the only thing yeah, that was there is that, just like glow sticks that's where the, the fucking trees and stuff. that's where the fucking uh, that's where where in the woods was. There's all these hammock areas. Yeah, it's sweet. That's the one thing. Like the one of the biggest things I liked about when I went to the festival and. Um, is it's like literally like a giant no judgment zone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. I, like you don't no like one to dance was mean. like me. You can dance like a fool and everyone thinks you're dancing like amazing. Right. Man, it's probably drugs. You're coming you're, <laughs> you're coming with me here next year. You're, you have Let's to. Let's just do Electric Force. It's closer and, and I think they might have a better lineup. No, I doubt it. Let's look at the lineup when it gets closer and we'll determine. Um, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to going to both either. Well... I don't, it's hard to go to both because they're, they're always going to be one one weekend. I think each Electric other. Force is always over Fourth uh, of July weekend, mm-hmm. which is also awesome because they got like fireworks and like things like that. But um, Bonnaroo as well, like yeah, it's literally like the week two weeks before. That's, that's the shit. You can't two two festivals in a row. Is let like, me tell you the thing that's going to take up a month of work. Let me tell you the, the shitty thing for you about Bonnaroo. It's always going to be over the finals for basketball and hockey. But let me tell you the cool thing about Bonnaroo. They have a bar that plays the games. Only if they're game six and seven, right? Correct. So when the Pistons go in a couple of years, they'll just be a sweep. Yeah, the, when, when the Pistons go. <laughs> like, let's worry about that. that. <laughs> That's when all the contracts are done. But. You, know what the, you know what the crazy thing about Bonnaroo? Kids go for free. So there's just children there. Oh, I, I, I thought when I went, it was like you had to be like 18 and up. Or, yeah. For, a, for Rothbury? So. You've you been to Bonnaroo, right? No, 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 I've been there. Yeah, no, Bonnaroo is like you. You can bring your oh, children. Probably there. get like day passes because it's a little more. Because like Rothbury series is like the middle of nowhere in Michigan. Right. Yeah. No, this is like you're not just I mean, taking this is your kind kids of the middle of nowhere, like, Tennessee. Oh, but what, are we, what are we doing today? Costco and I'm let's go hit up a concert here. But like, no, like literally half the area is Amish up there. I walked fucking ten miles a day. Um, you can't. All right. So let, let me let, let me let me take you through this. So first night, get there, unpack. We're just kind of exploring. We're going through all this shit. Mm-hmm. 
um, uh, having a grasp. Me, me, and me and Joe and Sophia and Simone, we like stop all this. There's First, this one. say who's going, so then people only know the names. Um, so the only people you know are Joe and Sophia, and then one of Sophia's friends were there. Um, and uh, we were like, oh, we get this awesome, or Joe gets this awesome vegan food that he ends up getting like a ton of times because Joe's a vegan too. too. Yeah, yeah. Like I went with a bunch of vegetarians yeah, so slash vegans. For you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Like I learned a lot about um, uh, being a vegan. I, I honestly, I today I I, just, I did I decided I'm going to try to go vegan, and I have not. It's tough. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I eat, I eat pizza right when I get back, and like my fucking back broke out like a fucking maniac after this week. Like today like i was like what the fuck is going on and i was like oh that's probably why and that's why joe originally switched because of his acne um and like yeah you know it can affect people different you know like i didn't even enjoy eating that piece i just ate it because i bought it i i, I joe taught me so much about cooking i think i'm good um uh, <laughs> um but joe's like, an expert if you need to cook vegetables first night we uh we just there's just this random band no one big just like probably like it's like a band that would play like bennies or something they're just playing but they the keyboard player was amazing we watched him went to the went to the woods um talked just talking me and joe just talked to a bunch of people chick gave me some molly took that allegedly uh <laughs> <laughs> uh which was kind, probably kind of dangerous but no. uh worked out well stopped. it was purple so it was a little dangerous but <laughs> hey it's dark out yeah <laughs> That was great. Then the second night, well, the second night was the first night of music. Right. Um, who was the first night of music? I don't remember exactly who. Who was a big people a big I want person? I don't, was that childish? I don't know if that was childish. I think that was the second. The second night was childish. I don't remember, but uh, great time. Um, that yeah, that was childish because that night we yeah, allegedly we did acid. <laughs> and uh, uh that was fun as fuck <laughs> and uh never done that yeah i only did a half tab allegedly did a half tab and uh we got stuck in a time loop me and joe did where we were walking around because like so like when you go to bonnaroo there's like um uh and, like there's like a gigantic amount of area where there's like 11 different camp pods and we were in pod two and then there's this thing called Centeru, which is where all the like the main stages are, you know. And like there's like other things like the Grove and like where in the woods, which was the coolest of ones. Um, but Centeru is where like all the the three main stages are, and all these other little stages. They're called like which stage, what stage, that stage. Like really, cool. yeah. really confusing names because yep. if you don't, if you've never been there before, it's confusing. Then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Sophia? But uh, <laughs> uh, Childish Gambino, fucking energized me out of my core that guy is a fucking superstar that was one of my favorite he's, shows he's legit <laughs> um and then me and joe we, we go back to where in the woods because we went back there every night and there's this jenga giant jenga and we took a <clears throat> sharpie out there and we started doing like truth or dare jenga yeah. and we like set that up and that would come into play for every other night of this that's awesome <laughs> and then like, Not only that because i guarantee other people like played when you guys weren't there and we're like this is Cool. Oh yeah, they did. I wrote my number on one of the bricks. I got a <laughs> shit ton of phone calls the whole weekend. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, uh, so the next, the, um, I'm probably missing a night because I feel like I am. The yeah, it night, all just goes together at that point. Yeah, because <laughs> there are so the the um uh, one of the other nights um whatever happened next. Uh, Joe just went to bed early after seeing something. I forget what we saw. I don't. Know, so I'm sorry. This is. This is all blurred together. 
And I didn't even black out once. That's the thing. Like, like I and See, I normally always do. Because I didn't I drink either a lot, when I went. And I well, I passed out in the middle of the crowd, but <laughs> I never like as much alleged drugs as I took too. Yeah. And beer I drink, I like. It was literally that made that's why it's a blur because like I should have felt like shit and never woke up for like half mm-hmm. these concerts or the day, and you just kind of just keep going because you're right. having so much fun too. Like it's. Yeah. a lot of fun to like you meet so many random people there oh, and, like yeah. i got so many numbers all walks of life and it's just like everyone's having a good time like chilling no one's you know you're not like you're not it's just easy to like get along with anyone there right yeah um uh, then one of the next days like so sophia is there and then some of her friends are there and uh like one of her friends like one of her best friends boyfriends is there too and we they both play guitar so we're playing guitar my guitar breaks Cause it's been getting ready to break for a long time. So that fucking sucked. But I decided it's a masterpiece now though. Yeah. I decided to go get it signed by everybody I met and uh, I'll show you it. Uh, I saw th- the photo and it looked, it looked badass. It is badass, man. I actually showed it like half the people I work with. Yeah. It's I showed them two photos of you. It's so that cool. one, <laughs> your crazy hair one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even say a word. And I just showed it to someone. And I go, who is that? And what are they on? <laughs> they said, what's wrong with his hair? But, uh, um, so, all right. So when the night when post Malone was playing, I did allegedly do Molly again. And Joe allegedly took three hits of acid. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Joe had the best night of his life, like ever. And do I you, was uh, having, you, uh, sorry to butt in, but do you, uh, ever listen to like, post Malone no never there's the thing about the concerts too is like you might not know the music but you're so into everything that's going on and like it doesn't matter I had recognized post Malone I, I heard is like really good concert I had recognized some of his songs he was playing him and let for me sure. tell you I'm for sure a fucking fan right now I like him like he had the he had probably the him and Childish had the be- two best concerts that I saw um He's a cool but dude here's, here, here's the thing Joe is really good at getting close we got so fucking close to Post Malone, and I'm dancing hardcore like fuck yeah, like this is fucking awesome. Joe's like just going like like every ev- every five seconds, Joe is Joe's dancing hardcore though. He loves it, and every five seconds, Joe is just like, oh, I'm tripping balls, man, <laughs> just loudly, and everyone's laughing at him. And he doesn't give a shit. But then I take a hit off of a, allegedly take a hit off of a joint, and all of a sudden I get like. Oh my god, I'm so tired, and I'm so exhausted. I'm like about to pass out, and I'm looking around like paranoid shit because like you literally turn around, you can't you can't see an exit. There's just there's just people 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 (laughs) everywhere, and I'm just like freaking the fuck out. And I'm like Joe, you gotta take me out of here, and we can't go out of there. So he has to take me to the side of the stage, like and just sit on a wall. And while we're walk while he's taking me out. Like I fall down, trip on somebody. Like it's so embarrassing. I was so I was so fucking scared. <laughs> and I went and just sat down for like a, the rest of the show. And Joe's just dancing. I'm like, made him get me a water and stuff. And that was fucking. That was the worst part of the trip. But What's your alleged drugs you took. Those alleged. Dr- <laughs> yeah, it was the. It, honestly, it's the. It was the the drugs. I think were fine. It was mixing them with the marijuana because I personality, my brain can't handle the paranoia yeah, of marijuana sure around a bunch a of people. Like, you know, I don't normally smoke around right. a bunch of people at a party or something. So I get, I get a little scared. Yeah, you normally do when it's like night, night, mm-hmm. like everyone's kind of dwindling out. I can do it around small amounts of people, <clears> but hit it, quit it for you. Yeah. I get, I, I'm not as comfortable in my brain yet. Um, 
so yeah, that fucking sucked. But then Joe had like so be every so I, there were, there were three nights where like me, me and Joe each had like like Joe stayed up until fucking uh, seven in the morning that night in the in the fucking where in the woods at the Jenga tent like go manage because we we took that tent over and we we're just like kind of managing it <laughs> making sure everyone's having a good time in it that's awesome <laughs> it was it was it was legendary <laughs> and I wouldn't have expected anything less from you yeah Joe. I've never seen like Joe in that type of setting. Like no, that, Joe like, fucking thrived. In I've hung it, around with Joe a lot of times, and like, I don't see him as like a, a pick. No offense, Joe. I don't see him as like a, a pick me up. Like, like you're like the one of like the party starters of our friends. Joe's like the yeah. guy that's like there, not <laughs> right. No, I mean like, I know what you mean. You know, like pumping it up. Like there's a lot of there people there. I, but I, I had a I had thought that before, but <clears throat> now meeting him on this personal level, like. Dude, this guy, this guy is just so different. Because like me, I don't like I don't I I don't like dancing because I think it's so awkward. And if you go to a bar and like there's two people dancing, everyone's sitting there judging you, and that's like one of my biggest fears in life. Yeah. When you go to a festival, no one judges you. I could dance however the hell I want to, and everyone's like into it, and I yeah. just feel like yeah. cool. So like if you ever see me at a festival, you'd be like, I didn't know Jeremy dances. Well, I don't, but I'm just getting down. <laughs> Dude, Joe was pumping up. He would ever whenever he would hear a song he liked, he'd just look at me like. And then just start dancing like <laughs> so I, I think um it became one of my best friends on this trip, that's I think for sure. It would be like I and I know you guys had a lot of fun, but I think it would be because when I went to Rothbury, I went with my college roommate and a bunch of his friends had they've been mm. going like diff, they went to Bonnaroo and things like that, but there was like ten of us there. Yeah. And like like we just ten people just chilling because what happened is, and that's good that it didn't happen to you guys, is because certain people want to listen to certain bands playing at yeah. the same time. So like our group split, but it was still like, oh, four people are here, three are here, four are there. Like so, everyone was still with a lot of people. Oh, no. But if you two split, it's like you're on your own unless you make friends. You that know? did happen. Well, I know it probably will, but I'm saying you guys probably as much fun as you guys had. I'm sure if a lot more pe- like our friends next year when we all go, it'll be like even better. Oh yeah, no, I mean Sean's for sure gonna go. Um, I talked to him about it because, like, the, all right. So the last day, um, the Lumineers played, and um, you know, like a lot, all of our friends like Lumineers, and they they were like they're like one of the softer ones, so it's not very dancing. But I was fucking tired as shit, and uh, right, I, but I was weekend. like, but I was like, I gotta stay for them. So Sophia and Joe left, but I was stuck with these two younger girls. They were like friends of Sophia's, and they happened to both have not have their phones, so I was like, okay, I'm fucking stuck with them. But then they <laughs> start playing a cover of my favorite song unexpectedly like like a song that like me and sean like me and sean both fucking it? love. it's called uh this must be the place the one i have on my floor mat um when you walk into the house it says this must be the place by the talking heads like and they bring somebody out to play it with them and i don't know if it's from the talking heads but i'm pretty sure it is and i was just like looking at them i was like i gotta go up there and dance to this <laughs> and i went up there and i got so much energy from it danced with it and i like came back to them was like all right guys we gotta go walk back and I just call Sean. I'm like, Sean, I got to talk to you about this because it was so fucking cool. And uh, went back, allegedly took some shrooms. And Joe had already I taken a bunch of shrooms. Joe had shrooms. already allegedly taken allegedly. a bunch of shrooms. But Joe had a weird reaction to the shrooms. Not a bad one, just like he felt super re- relaxed and just like sleepy. Was, I've never seen someone react to shrooms that way. I mean, it could also be like Too allegedly much. everything you took. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, That's uh, one thing is like you don't. 
you your know, brain gets a little take fucked. one thing when you're going. <laughs> How do we got a little bit of time still? We got uh, looks like about five minutes. Okay, well I got all right. So ask me some two questions. questions. Okay, well three. Okay, wait, hold on. If I can remember the third one. Um, so let, let me before let me finish this last night, but then you can ask me some questions. Um, so Joe goes to bed, and I go out to back to where in the woods by myself. And where in the woods is the last place where everyone is because it's the last night. So like they have a stage there with like a DJ, and there's just it's just packed fucking to the brim, and everyone's loose as shit. Like every like all the girls there are just like not already not wearing clothes. Like they're just wearing like X's over mm-hmm. their nipples. But this time there's just girls just not wearing shirts. <laughs> go back to the Jenga tet. One of somebody had written on the Jenga tet. Uh, either we because we did truth and dare, so you get to pick one. Um, uh, and so, someone had wrote like, "Tell me like your virginity story, or go streaking through the forest." And this girl's like, "Well, I guess I'm going streaking." She just takes off all her clothes and just starts running through the forest. I'm like, "I've never Whoa. seen so many naked bodies." In- yeah, Unless I was at Rothbury. This People is just dancing crazy. naked, on, sitting on the corn stalks. <laughs> like that hurts. <laughs> I don't know what you're on, but that hurts. Oh, man. And then, okay, so there's two more things i got to tell you. And then there's this one guy that came up to me, and he was, like, fucking, I don't know, cracked out. He just comes up to me, like, while we're in the Jenga tent, and he just, like, unbuttons my shirt, rips it off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he just starts massaging me. I'm like, okay, I kind of need this. Throws me to the ground, massages me. And then after we're done, he's just like, all right, you want some blow? I'm like, no, I don't want some blow. <laughs> Not from you, you fucking weirdo. I left there. And then... Uh, after everything's dying down, like I'm trying to get the last few people to sign my guitar. You ever heard of a silent DJ? Yeah, where you all wear headphones and just dance to whatever the hell you want to. Yeah, I've never yeah, heard of that. Be- Detroit. Yeah, I've never heard of that before, but they just when started. We were down there. Oh, did they? Remember at the Christmas party? No. <laughs> I don't remember that, but uh, they started rolling through, and I'm just like following them. They go, go out right outside of where the woods, and they're just hanging out like. From me to you to my campsite. Yeah, it looks weird if you don't know what's going on. Yeah, but like it's just my campsite, and they're in Sophia, and uh, her friend had already left. Like, and they're just dancing. So I go up to them. I go up to the DJ. I'm like, "Hey, can I say this from the microphone?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I go up there with a case of beer because we had an extra. I'm like, "Hey, if any of you guys want a case of beer, or if you guys want a beer, just come take it." And then just fucking devour it. (laughs) Probably would just ripped. Made a bunch of friends, and I wake Joe up. I'm like, Joe, look at this shit. And I I have a video of it that I'll show you later. But (laughs) that was the greatest end of it. Anyways, what were you gonna say? Um, Well, I had I had two questions that I want to ask you, even if it goes into the next time, Um, but they're kind of short questions. Um, So one, what is the best band you saw or like performance? Best performance, or like, uh, I mean, probably Childish Cambino. Like, yeah. I know know you love the Lumineers, but Child, they're different. They're they're a hype, you know. Lumineers would be great to see in a concert, like, around here. Right. You know, or or like the Yvette Brothers, I also, they're my two favorites there. Okay, that was one of my questions, too, is did you get a chance to see them? Yeah, I saw them. They were great, but, you know, it's, when you're in that country. Didn't they just have a new song that came out, like, like, a month ago, maybe not even that long. I'm not sure because I thought I just saw a new. I mean, it might be older because I, I was just, thinking of Lumineers. A new Gloria. Vivo video came out, and usually when it's a Vivo video, it's like a like even though the video is like brand new, it's mm-hmm. like a newer song too. Um, so I wasn't sure because I like I didn't recognize it, but I was like, I love this song. I gotta find it though. Right. But I'm glad you saw them because that was that's if I went that too, I most likely. That would have been the the one I really wanted to see. The Yvette Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, we got um, pretty close to them. But I didn't know the whole lineup either because I would have loved to see Child and Post Malone too. Yeah, no, those were um, the two my two favorite. Like just just like that atmosphere, you know. Yeah. And then well, the other question I had was so when I went to Rothbury, I didn't know like like you said it's a lot more EDM 
and they're like more techno music. Mm. I didn't know a whole lot. Like who I, the only people I knew like going into it was Snoop. Yeah. And Atmosphere. Mm. And then Dave Matthews. And then there was like some, some people. Oh, I, Dave Matthews was there? Yeah. Some people I, or uh, I'm sorry, John Mayer. Oh shit, John or, Mayer. No, no, yeah. Both were there. John Mayer and Dave Matthews. Holy shit. So I knew those four. And then there was people like I've, I've randomly heard of, but I couldn't tell you what they sing, if they sing or if it's techno. But all my friends I went with there like knew all that stuff. But they were taking me to just like rant like so they have like I'm sure it's the same where they have like big stages for like the bigger people and then they have like small stages in like the woods or outside settings like where it's like maybe a crowd of like three hundred people compared to like three thousand whatever. Right. But the smaller ones is where I actually found people that I still listen to this day that are still under like underground underrated people. Mm. Like Sage Francis is like a poetic rapper who's really good at what he does, but he will never make it on the radio just because of how the style of rap he does. But have did you see any like random people that are like you're like, oh Dude, yeah, I just fell in love with this random new person. I never knew who it was. I'm gonna listen to him. Yeah, um, this band called Odessa. It's like a, I've heard of them. Yeah, it's like a they're like kind of like EDM, but yeah. they're like it's they like sing O-D-E-Z-Z-A. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, Sun Squabby really like seeing them. them. Um, what else? I don't know. It's just all such, such a manic blur. Fear number three, politics. The president grabbed me. On to politics, Jeremy. Um, we did not prepare for this at all. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just got back from a festival, so. And I don't follow politics. <laughs> I know that, um, uh, <laughs> that Donald Trump was doing an interview and his, secretary of something coughed during it and he <laughs> yelled at him that was pr- pretty funny i think <laughs> i didn't see anything of that i think they're like literally the last thing i don't know how long this ago this was so sorry um but i saw like trump was like hugging a flag people were like really offended by it mm-hmm. and then i heard that he wouldn't let um i don't know if this is the same time where i'm just mit- like mixing completely different things up. Yeah. Um, but it had like, they were both flag related. Cause I heard that like a, people were like, and by people, I have no idea who these people are or what it is, but they wanted to put in front of like government buildings, like fly the, um, like the flag for like the LGBT. Yeah. Like the rainbow like, flag. No. And he said, no. <laughs> um, Shocker. <laughs> right. But doesn't he always like, I mean, he says he loves everybody, but like clearly, like every pro- white person. If you have a problem with that, then every white straight. But person. the only reason I I heard that actually is kind of a funny story, I guess, is because when that like report came out or whatever, that like no, he wouldn't let these buildings or whatever buildings they were like fly these flags. Someone that's a they're like some type of famous YouTube person for I don't know what. Mm-hmm. But they, not even from Michigan, from like Cali or something, bought Hell Michigan. You oh, about this? I, Mitchell just briefly told me about it. Bought but. Hell Michigan, which is a small, like literally, like you can throw a rock from one side to the other. And I know this because one of my friends actually lived behind it, which was technically Pinckney. But if you go across the lake he lived on, it was Hell. It was so oh, small. Oh, shit. Is that close to Pinckney? Yeah, it's, it's literally like just in mixed like the center of pinkney but um so this guy bought it renamed it 
uh, Gay Hell. I think it was a Gay Hell. I think he renamed it. Yeah. Gay Hell. And now if you don't fly the, the LGBT flag, like the rainbow flag, I think that's what it is, right? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be saying it wrong. Um, I mean, that's like a, definitely a big moniker of theirs. Yeah, yeah. So that flag, he was like, if you if you don't, like, you can only fly this when you're banned from flying anything else. And then he came out and said, like, clearly it's a joke. It's just playing off of, like, what Trump said. He's like, yeah. if you want, you can fly whatever you want to. I'm, I'm not the type of person. I'm just, like, was making it a joke. He's right. Like, it doesn't Ma- matter making a statement. how Michigan only has, like, 60 people <laughs> anyways, <laughs> which I don't even know if it has that many. Because I, I literally thought how Michigan was, there's a bar there which it's just full of bikers all the time. So I've never actually been inside of it because I was scared of bikers. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it was right when I was watching Sons of Anarchy. But I thought that was it. I thought it was literally stop sign, bar, stop sign, you're done. Like the houses around it, I thought it was technically Pinckney mm-hmm. or Hamburg, not hell. But I guess there is like a little like 60 people there. <laughs> <laughs> well, but hey, that, like that's, gay that's hell how I Michigan. found out. So I don't know. <laughs> When that's how that's if that's true, when that even happened or not, but seems just kind of crazy. Yeah, no, the whole. Fucking, I didn't really get why you call it gay hell either. Kind of, I. Yeah, I wasn't sure when Mitchell was telling the story if it was gonna. Because when be, he said he needed like, because he had the sign, it just says like "Welcome to Hell, Michigan," and he put like a piece of tape and it says like "Welcome gay to Gay hell. hell, Michigan." And I was like, I don't like it. Almost seems mean. <laughs> but then when he was explaining, it, it was all for like a good thing. But I'm like, is it? Is he doing what I always say? the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> probably i mean who knows <laughs> oh man i don't know I don't well, otherwise know. i don't know anything besides what you you and dylan posted i don't even know if that was when you left yet yeah no me and dylan are oh, dylan's gonna be on warren. the dylan's gonna be on the podcast next week and he wants to do a big bernie versus warren battle they are um so i guess here we'll just t- we'll just fly with it then enlighten me they're the same side same yeah party mm-hmm um, and they're they're the two people in my, in like what I can see, and that might be excluded by who I hang out with. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of between those two. Not necessarily saying there's those two will win, but like that's what like the between those two, that's who everyone wants to win. Yeah, and then well, party. then there's Joe Biden. Yeah, but there's no one no one wants him to win. But he still touches the, women. He's he he's the favorite. Or touches be, young girls, I should say. He he. It's like not like. It's not like weird touching. It well, it, no, it's weird touching, but it's not like sexual touch. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it's. it's I did actually. It's n- like creepy old that, grandpa touching. Now that you say that, I just read. I, I don't know how long ago this is, so sorry if it was like a week ago or a month ago. But I read something that like, and it's not exclusively Joe Biden women. Like told, it was like some convention or whatever, and there was like some girl like, oh hey, like happy to meet you, and like her like brothers were there or something like that, and he was like, this one's like don't let guys get to this one or something like that. And it was like, just yeah. like had her arm around her, but like not like touching her butt or anything, but like just being a, a weird creepy, way creepy old, old, man. old uncle. That's like, what he is. Uncle Joe. Yeah. I don't want him to win the primaries. I would be sad. He's trying he for a while. Yeah. He ran, uh, I think, um, he ran, I think against like in the primaries against Obama and Hillary back in the day or either that, or it was against, no, I think it was against Obama and Hillary. So, November's the election, election or a big time, at least. Cause it's not, like, not this it's November. Actually not like this really November. Really punching the running, I mean. I think the first primaries take place in, like, um... Because um, he's still got one another year and a half, Was basically. it February, I think, the Iowa caucuses? Like, Iowa's the first one, always. So, who's kind of, like, um... 
The front runners? Yeah, the front runners. So f- Joe Biden's the favorite. Um, I don't even know anything about politics board. or him, and I just think the only thing I know about him is potential creepy things he does, and it's, no, I don't want him. And then it's Bernie Sanders, I think, is the second favorite, and then Elizabeth Warren's been creeping up, and some polls have her over him. Um, and then after that, it's like Pete Buttigieg, the gay uh, mayor from somewhere in Indiana, who is like, like a, he's a future name. star of the Dem- Democratic Party. He's He's got charisma. But I don't know if I don't. I mean, I don't know much about him. But I've, what from what I've vaguely heard, I don't think he's progressive enough for me. Um, and then after that, it's like Kamala Harris, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Cory Booker, like, and then there are a bunch of people. Like, so the, so the debates are actually scheduled for like I think either next week or the week after, like the first first round of the primary debates. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I the lineups just like got November. announced, and like I think like Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders and Buttigieg are all in the same stage and this controversy a little bit. And then Elizabeth Warren and like a bunch of lesser Is this all people. in the same party? Yeah. All these people? Yeah, well, because okay, Trump's, Trump's the only one on the Republican side that's going to be running against any whoever comes out of this. Why? Because um, like he's the incumbent, like meaning he's like already... no one else has a chance, even though so he like, sucks. So like the, normally the, um, the parties don't run out other candidates like the Republican. Well, I get it, but I feel like this is like a, a different situation. Yeah, I mean, someone could, in. someone could, but like, I don't so think anyone Trump would versus, because Trump versus like Trump's got a solid base, you know, like he's got that fucking racist base. You know, I feel like the thing that like angers me a lot is, and again, I don't follow politics, so I don't know like the ins and outs a lot, a lot, but just I feel like you don't even have to. If you just take away politics aside and you just look at a personal level of just things he tweets or whoever in his party tweets for him, mm-hmm. whoever controls his Twitter, like that's enough for me to be like, no, like you don't even have a shot next time. Yeah. But I also am not dumb enough to think that America is dumb. Like, there's, <laughs> not saying like we're the dumbest country or anything because like I know people like to say that, but like we got, like, it, it just seems. We just Silly have the dumbest people. Anyone could, or the most could heartless people, the most racist people, most racist that. country. But, and this might just kind of just—I mean, obviously, this is just an open conversation because we don't really know what we're doing here. But part of that, to me, at least, as like uh, someone who doesn't follow politics, I'm going to keep saying that because it's—I think it's sets my mindset a little bit more. Like I like just think Trump's a moron, doesn't deserve to be president, even if he if he did really good things, and I still. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, Trump actually does good things, but he's a fucking moron. Like, I still don't mm-hmm. think you're stable enough to you should be our president. Oh, yeah, no. But I also think part of, like, America is like, oh, yeah, free speech, freedom this, freedom that, freedom this, like, like you know, so on and so on. Mm-hmm. It just gives people to just follow dumb stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. I'm free to like whoever I want, so I'm going to like this so, orange-hearted moron. So John Oliver, like, uh, this last episode of Last Week's Tonight but with John Oliver – um, HBO show where they like especially the Daily Show but like unfiltered because it's on HBO. Um, he just was they're just like showing a bunch of clips of like because there was there's been one um, Republican that's in the House that came out and saying that he was for impeaching Trump based on the Mueller report 
and uh, because you know the Rumble report clearly, like even though Trump has been selling it as he's been completely exonerated from everything, he's not at all. Like that's not at all what this report says. But the thing is, everyone that votes for Trump or, or, or follows Trump follows Fox News, and that's how Fox News presents the story as he's completely exonerated when there is clear obstruction of justice in there. Like there's this there's this guy in that that said that Trump told him that Mueller has to go. And he said under oath to Robert Mueller that he kept ask that Trump kept asking him to do crazy shit, and he just refused to do that, and he had to resign because like he's not going to fucking fire Robert Mueller because that would be clear obstruction of justice in the middle of an investigation to fire somebody who's leading the investigation just because he's investigating him. You know, like it's just this I whole. I feel like if you're being investigated as, as a, a president. Hmm. Like especially if you're as a president, if you're being investigated for anything, like there's probably some smoke to that fire. There's 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 something there, and hey, you are. I don't think anyone can argue that he's a successful businessman. No matter how he got to that fame, whatever strings he pulled, he's he's made a lot of money. As as far as success, that's what I mean. If you just think that money, mm. he's successful. He's made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. He's worked well by committing crimes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not denying that. Yeah, but he's like, he's rich. Still, if you definitely. if you just took it by the money aspect, is he successful? Yes. Right. Doesn't mean you're a good person. It doesn't mean you doesn't mean you did everything. Fit. Doesn't mean you did everything above the it law. Doesn't mean like because like if you think about like so I don't because I don't there I go again because I don't know much about politics in like certain situations. I try to like correlate them to things that. I can understand. Mm-hmm. So like if I put it into a, pers- a perspective and I kind of two things to touch on that with both with, with what you said, yeah. which um, like one is I can relate like sports to like backing someone versus not like, like for instance, we'll, we'll just do cause it's a, an easy one for us. Okay. Stafford. Um, I'm a huge Stafford supporter, but I'm also not s- stupid to know he's not like, top five quarterback probably not top 10 like mm-hmm. but you know somewhere in like 10 15 maybe but range. you think he can get the job but done i think if he win i do think he can get the job done and i think if he wins the super bowl i for me if i'm saying he's top 10 15 between top 10 and 15 i think mm-hmm. me i think that's where he's around um if he wins the super bowl i'm probably gonna put him in that like seven eight range right but you also had like with, with Flacco. So like, because I will follow him because I kind of like you know I like I'm invested. I like him, type of thing. Where you have someone that's like, some of our friends. I won't name names, but like, some of our friends who like don't like him as much. If he wins the Super Bowl, th- like they could say, hey, he's like a 2025 type quarterback now. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's still a 2025 quarterback. To me, that's how I put it. Like. Trump can do is is like he could be successful as far as like money making in business and whatever. And he might like, again, I don't know if he has, he might have some good policies and stuff, but I still don't like him enough where I'm going to keep holding him to this bottom level, no matter what good he does where someone like you're saying, like those, like those other people that like, right. do follow him. They're like, Oh, I think he's good. I think he's good. And if he does one good thing, good, they're like, Oh no, he's great. Do you get where I kind of going with that? I think I, I think that's what you're saying. So Does like, makes sense. I hope I hope my mind makes sense to my words. Um, I feel uh, like people will, will. So like, if you bash him, you're gonna keep bashing him. Might slight like, okay, well you suck, but you just you really suck, but now you just suck. Where some people might be like, you're good, but now you're great. 
Think of him it's like, like complete opposites of like that's where there's no I feel like there's no middle with Trump. It's you hate him, you love him, and if you love him, you're gonna find reasons to keep loving him, whether it's small victories or large. If you hate him, even with the victories, you hate him. I guess that's kind of how I'm putting it. Think of it like Tom Brady, like like you know someone say Tom Brady kind of stretched the rules if not straight up cheated to win some of his Super Bowls. Maybe not just Tom Brady but the Patriots, but Tom Brady's the head of it. You know? Like the the, the flake stuff. Like maybe that's a minor thing to cheat with, but still it's cheating. And mm-hmm. you win Super Bowls from it and you know, because he's so great and so good, like you kind of forget about it because like he that's wins example, he win, he wins despite of it. If you love Brady, oh Deflategate's nothing. That don't matter. That mm-hmm. don't matter. Deflating a football by a Piece, one PCI doesn't matter, doesn't matter. But a person that doesn't like Brady, it's like it does matter. Like one PSI is a whole different grip on a football, like or yeah. catching it too. It's not even Brady throwing it. It's just like it's about not like, fumbling the you know, ball. Catch it. You're yeah, not gonna like, fumble the ball because you can hold it more. But that's like that's. I guess that's where I was going with the staff. That's a great point. Like you love you love him, you'll disregard some of the things and height and the other ones. Right. If you hate him. Like those small victories yeah, it's this, it's don't matter. It's hard to look at things from a neutral. The small aspect. victories don't matter, and the slight blemish takes you down more. Like, the thing there's is, there's no middle, and that's why I feel like if there's no middle as a president, like you just shouldn't. Yeah, like be. the president is more important than fucking football, you know. And the thing that's like, and the fact is, here's the fact: he obstructed justice. If we are going to live by what. I f- wish I could remember his name at the top of my head. I, you know, I need, I need to fucking move around this political topic because I need to make this number one <laughs> because I get too drunk at the end of these fucking things where I don't remember everything that I had in my hand at the beginning. But there is somebody that worked for him that, like, at a high office that <laughs> would not do the things he was asking him to do. At least, at least that's what he said under oath to Robert Mueller. And why would he say that? And they try to get his records from. I think a hundred percent of read, read, people. Read all four hundred pages of this fucking Mueller report and try to try to justify me why this how this guy did not obstruct justice or at least there shouldn't be a hearing for him of obstructing justice. And they, they tried to have a hearing with this guy, but he just didn't show up. And you know what? Yeah. There's nothing they can do. You can't subpoena him. I don't know. I don't I mean. Oh, you can't subpoena him, but they have People will know he did something wrong. But like, that's the sad thing. 90%, How do so many people fucking people, support this fucking 90%, moron? I say ninety percent of people know that because ten percent of the people are just stupid and just like yeah, 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 like this, this, this. What I hear, but ninety percent of the people will think will know deep down, deep down in their soul, this guy messed up somewhere or is shady. But then you you start thinking about like your certain beliefs, parties, blah blah blah. So it's then all of a sudden, fifty percent of people believe he didn't do anything wrong. Fifty do. It's Fox News, man. It's just Fox News. They just slander everything and change every because that's what that's what uh, all conservatives, not all, but like mo- like a lot, a large part, a, a large majority of our country. I'm not even going to make it conservative or uh, democratic or in between, but a large percentage of our country watch Fox News. That's why it's such a fucking big network, and they just can put out whatever the fuck they want. And even they, even if none of it is true, you know, like what the. F- Fuck! Like, like I don't know how to beat this system without fucking playing just as dirty as they do, and I don't want to result to that. But that's where my fucking instincts go to as a Slytherin, like I'm sure Trump is. But I'm a good one, at least I, at least good in terms of what I think is good. But 
until you gotta play have, dirty. You gotta play dirty. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like, like Trump. The Trump was literally on an interview saying, like, just the other day, saying that, like, if 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 another country came to him with intelligence, um, slandering another campaign, that he would accept it. He doesn't think it's bad to listen to it when that is clearly fucking illegal, and that is clearly what his campaign is under, <laughs> um, uh, uh, under like fucking contrition from and and uh he said like he's like he, he said like i've never called the fbi in my life why would i call the fbi and that you know why you would call the fbi because that's a fucking law dog that's a law to call the fbi if a foreign country is coming with information on a different campaign because that is legitimately influencing an election even if it wasn't a law that's something like like I mean, I can't even, I guess, express how drastic that is, that you would report it to everybody and anybody you can to make aware. Yeah. Like, this isn't fucking Monopoly. Like, it just, it, like... Or maybe it fucking is. Part of things just... It I mean, fucking is. You the know, thing is, is, like, I was realizing the other day as I was watching, so I've, I've recently gotten to Bad Bloods, Netflix show. Okay. It's about a, a mafia, mob, like a mob family in Montreal. Loosely based on a true story. Obviously, they got to make a show of it, so it's not all the way true. Um, but it got me thinking just, like, how much, like, corruption they did to the city of Montreal. Like, pretty much everything that was built in Montreal, um, every sidewalk measured, every grass cut was under the control of the mob. Like, in some way. Yeah. Like, like there's obviously there's corruption everything and i'm not stupid to know like every president's gonna be clean you don't get to where you are by just being clean it's like what i like i said to relate to something in sales i'd done sales a, like a like a lot long time before i worked at quicken sales the best salesman is not your most ethical person it's your guy that can just speak the best and get shit mm-hmm. of, like just like be able to like i would sell a free phone for 80 bucks. I'm like, all right, this phone's 80 bucks. Like, oh, how come the other store has it cheaper? I'm like, well, you know, this is a special on this phone. You get the phone for 80 bucks, but then you get a case, car charger, and a screen protector for free. Oh, wow. I was going to buy that anyways. So I'm going to buy it. Like, in their head, that's a deal. Yeah. Like, free things thrown in. Well, no, the phone was th- free. Each one of those things was even less than $20 a that doesn't even come to 80 bucks, hey, two, four, six. Confidence adds yeah. 10 inches it's, to your dick all size. All you do, like the best salespeople, the best people that can like talk to people and get things through, they're not, they might be your most successful, but they are not your most ethical people. Like, and it's yeah. just like, that follows not only sales, like anything, like like in politics and everything. Like you, you could be, I could be the best salesperson on the earth and I'm ethical and have the worst sales. Like right. I can speak to people, get you into really good deals, like legit deals. Mm-hmm. But like, it's hard to do that. But you'll like, be you have you'll to be cut up edges. By, you'll be shut up by somebody who's you also equally corners. good. You have to promise things that aren't actually there. You have because you know it's in the fine print exactly, that they're not reading. Exactly is, what Trump is doing. Right. Exa- that's yeah. So that's why I say like I correlate that to like my past experience. I'm like, there's people like. I did okay as a salesman, but like mm. a certain point in me, I'm like, I can't just keep screwing people. Like, what if that was my grandma? 
Someone right. just screwed my grandma over because that phone, they could literally walk a mile down the street and get it for free. And they don't need all that crap. And even if they bought all that crap, it doesn't add to 80 bucks. <laughs> I had to hit my bonuses though. Like there's certain agendas behind your, your bullshit talk. Right. And that's what I feel like Trump does is like, he knows he's not right on a lot of things he does, but he can just speak to people that they believe it. He uses that it's a fear. great deal he for uses, them, you know? See, like Trump sells fear. Like he says yeah. like the Mexicans are coming here to fucking rape your children. He says, he says that the, the Muslims are trying to incite Sharia law over here. When what the death fucking whole thing is just a fucking bullshit bullshit excuse yeah there are some mexicans that are maybe illegal that maybe rape some people but it's and and that that is fucking that is fucking terrible and needs to be needs to be stopped but you don't need to run a fucking country based on that i lived in south line because of how minuscule that problem is in the grand grand scheme of things like why don't we talk about why don't we talk about the fucking Big big businesses that are putting people out, like you know, like why don't we talk about Uber trying to automize all their industry? And you know, you know, I don't fault Uber for trying to do that. They're making more money because we live in a capitalist society. But you know, that's that's the thing. Like we want big businesses to thrive. But the thing is, we want big businesses to thrive. We have to think about the people that are going to be cut out of jobs. Like once, like fucking autom- automated transit is a thing, and fucking giants- my job's in that right now, and I'm a little nervous. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Like, like with even with your job, we're like fucking animatronic robots are gonna be able to an- answer calls and deal with that shit. I mean, you think about it, like, uh, like lines of like like four GM like car manufacturers used to be, hey, oh, I put a bolt, pass to the next guy, he puts a different bolt. Now you got a robot that does the whole thing in less half the time, cheaper. You yeah, know, you're not paying anyone. So, so, you so wanna- why, as a business, I see like why wouldn't you do that? You're spending less, you make more. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, man, right. everything's going technology nowadays, which which scares the hell out of me. I hate futuristic type things. I hate aliens, sci-fi. I don't like the way technology's going because, like, you see how it make McDonald's fight, like, not McDonald's, but, like, fast food, like, mm. lower, like, lower jobs are, like, fighting for, like, that, you know, that $15, you know, wage. Yeah. Well, if you fight, like, and this is me. But I'm saying if, if I'm thinking as like a shady business owner of like say McDonald's, we'll just use McDonald's as an example. Okay. Let's, deep, if, let's deep dive into if this. I'm I got a lot to say so about this. So if I'm like a high up person of McDonald's and I got to put myself in that shoes as a shady person, you guys all want 15 bucks an hour? Cool. Watch what I do. I'm going to get 10 computers to fill your fucking job where a person just clicks what they want. Right. Which means all the errors also on the client. So if food's messed up, it's probably your fault. Well, I mean, there's still you know chefs involved. Now, food won't for now. Food won't be messed up. But one, well, yeah, I mean, still someone could put like no mayo on something that's messed up. Oh, I got you. Got but you. until there's computers. But I'm saying like, you want to fight for this? I don't want to pay you that. I don't think you deserve it. So I'm gonna get a robot in here that I can spend ten grand on, but basically over like a like whatever the time is, I make right. my money. And then I don't have to pay anyone. I just have this robot here doing these orders. So right. you f- like, and I get wanting to fight for things as like the other side. No, no, know? no, I get but it. But you want to fight for those. But if I'm a shady business person, the way technology's going, screw you. Oh, I will prove it. Oh, sorry. We just cut all our jobs because we have robots now. And that's what I'm afraid about my job too, especially as a, a technology company before mm-hmm. a mortgage company is what we kind of are. Like yeah. we're, 
that's what we are. And no one said this. This is no news. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But like, yes, yeah, it's all just. It's uh, just like just, just, just the way like the world's going. I'm like, oh man, like what if we just have robots answering phones now? Like, hey, how can I help you? Say, oh, I want to buy a home. Okay, here, boom, boom, goes right to like the direct person instead of a person saying, okay, yeah, you know, where, 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 and getting a little more information. So now it's like, quick, quick, quick. You get to where you want, but there might be misinformation because you have a robot. Yeah, but also, but if I'm a business, I'm paying less. I'm getting faster. Even if you turn and burn and have to deny people wrongfully, you're still the fat. The more you can turn and burn, it's like the thing I was saying with Steph, like, like, which he's an exception. The more you shoot, lower things should go down. His stayed the same, which is an exception. But like, he's a fucking robot. The same thing <laughs> with this is like, the more people you do, the more you should probably deny. But if you have robots doing it, it might be even a little bit like yeah, cut that like, gap. No, like and especially with, uh, with, with like, how I don't like it. With how everyone's I'm jumping from a roof soon. Like Jeremy, Jeremy, you are you are like a prime example of this for how like everything is like now. Like every like being like on social media, being like texting instead of calling and whatnot. Like you, it's it's creating more social anxiety. So like it is, you know, like I'm People sure are afraid to speak. I'm to sure. Each other. I'm sure you, when you were buying your house or whatnot, would have rather just went online and like typed in a bunch of stuff rather than having to deal with this and doing doing a walkthrough with a real person. Like you probably would have rather logged into an app and said like, "Hey, you can go look at this house by yourself. You don't have to be with anybody." Oh yeah, if I didn't have an agent, I yeah. literally could have. I if I didn't have a, a real estate agent, well, that's also might be a, a terrible example because of me. Who I am, but no, but like, this real is, this agent, is, like you're not alone with this. I'm like that too. They have an agenda. They're trying to show you houses to sell so they can make commission. Right. But if I want to look at 30 houses, you don't want me to as an agent. Like you mm-hmm. don't want someone to look at 30 houses. But robots doesn't delaying, matter. Delaying, it doesn't delaying. matter if it's just robots. Yeah, I know. So like, like they don't have time. Like yeah, they don't. Exactly. They, 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 That's the biggest part of these people. They don't want to spend their time showing you researching. So, so before we run out of time. Like that's the fucking future. Like this is what's going to happen. Oh, what do, what do we do? What do we do other than create socialist pr- programs? And not, I'm not saying that we should be a socialist nation. I'm saying we need some terms of programs that are socialist, so we, people have a guaranteed income. Because the, a lot of these jobs are going to be going away with automation. Like and and then like even even the upper up jobs, like the jobs where like. You like <laughs> where you like build the robots. Like robots can that, fucking build robots. Robots can develop different that's technologies. That's a great point because even oh yeah, now everything's going to robots and people are like okay, well that doesn't really affect it because all the people's jobs you take over are building robots. Those those are the guys now build or you know robots can so build robots a, a, faster a, a than cashier, people can build robots. So you replace a cashier with a robot, great. But then you have those. So the people are like, it doesn't really matter because then you have those cashiers are now the ones making the robots. But that means everyone has to know technology. If I grew up in this world, I don't give a shit about technology. I don't care how my computer right. works. I don't know how to plug things in. I get a power strip. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, I call my dad. Right. And then, like, and then you see the you see the robots that are like so fucking you're limiting, Jeopardy. You're limiting. You're literally limiting the industry of the future by how we're moving. Because everything that is going is going robots. The only people that can make them and it might sound terrible, I'm sorry, are the smarter scientific, like, mathematic people. Like, my brother yeah. could probably get into that field. Me? No. But wait, I have no wait, interest but, in it. I'm being forced Jeremy, into a job I don't want to do. What, what, if, what, if, what if they build robots that can fucking do what your brother does? And that's, that's just, one, that's just one, fucking, that's one fucking step away. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's all he does, and it's, like, generalizing, not 
downplaying yeah. my, my brother's position, but it's like... There should never eventually rope thing to say Especially it's the fucking Matrix. I really wanted to get to this, and it takes 10 seconds. Did Kim... Go ahead. Kim... I can't even say his name. Kim Jong-un really put some homeboy into a piranha tank? I don't know what that is. Because wasn't that in <laughs> wasn't that in the interview, the movie with Seth Rogen? Yeah. That he did that and he, like I heard he, it was his brother, a attorney general or whatever. I don't know. We'll come back to it next time you're on, alright? Jeremy, anything you wanna plug, anything you wanna say, anything anything at all. I'm the greatest. <laughs> That's it? Where, where can we find you and follow you? Find me newly on Twitter. Eric Robertson just followed me. As what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Four followers. What's your Twitter handle? How do I know that? <laughs> what did you like? At what? At Jeremy Mahar. Yeah. I don't know how that stuff works. At Jeremy Mahar. At Jeremy Mahar. No Maybe I don't know. All right, guys, this has been the Split Six Podcast. The podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host Nick Wagella. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella. Um, it's been great talking to you. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll see you next week, motherfuckers.